or something that made these people die because three people in one family died of a sudden death. Murders, mysteries, unexplained stories, and our family's crazy opinions on them all. Join us now. The Family School of Thought is in session. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Family School of Thought. I hope everybody had a great week. Um, hopefully you had a lot of uh, excitement going on all week. Or not. Excitement not going on all week. <laughs> Whatever works for you. Um, how is everybody? Good. Just good. Good, good, good. Weather is perfect here. Let's see where I'm at. My favorite place. Looks like it. Yeah. And um, Cass, how's the weather out there in Portland? It's hot. I'm tired of it. Is being, it, it I'm is it really? so tired of it being hot. <laughs> wow. Well, it's going to be hot for another two months. Well, at least you're not having the floods that they're having in California. Yeah, that's true. In Texas. For the droughts. Well, they're having droughts in Texas. Didn't you just see on the news? They just discovered new dinosaur footprints. You know, because the water levels are so low. Oh, wow. Oh, but they're like 130 are. million years old. Dallas, everybody's flooded. I mean, Austin, Texas, they're under flood warnings. Yeah, I don't know exactly where. It's like the, dinos- the National Dinosaur Park or something like that in Texas. I don't know exactly where it was. I don't know where that's at either. Texas, probably uh, west coast of Texas or something over in yeah. All right, Jess, how about getting us started with some uh, fun facts? Yeah, so I have a couple today. In, in his will, William Shakespeare left his wife his second bed. His second best bed, rather. Not his first best, not the best, the second best. What? Bed? Best or bed? His bed. bed. To, like, sleep in. I'm thinking his best bed probably went to his gay lover, you know, something like that. So well, his that's wife's name was Anne Hathaway. Was that really? Yeah, I didn't know that, yeah. Um, my other fun fact is the horizontal refreshment. This is a term that was used in the 19th century, and it was slang for having sex. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. <laughs> I, I thought they that. went together a little bit, okay? That's I, funny. Yeah. Back to Shakespeare. Shakespeare. So he was a homosexual? Well, well I, I, and I don't married. know if he was a homosexual. I think but, he was open to... He did have a Everyone? lot of men dress up as women. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, um, I mean, I think that was the time times too where women weren't allowed to do anything. But I think he was he was an artist. He was open to everything. And that time he liked, would have been he liked the wine, not the label, not know, right? People wouldn't care. I don't know. What? In that time, was that out in the open, or was it kept? Nobody talked about it. I don't I guess, know. I guess I, back in them, what years are we I talking? I feel like well, well, Shakespeare. Yeah, I feel like people were more open and you know. That's what I was they, saying. Maybe they didn't admit it. I mean, you got married. And, Sh- yes, and I are shaking her head. No, that was during, yes, like, I, you know, the Victoria 
or the Queen of England, like super religious times of England. So no, I don't think that well, was what was happening. Well, that's why I was thinking it's really maybe because religion hasn't caught on to the way it is today. Mm. Or no. No, it was super, super okay. big. What years are we talking, Shakespeare? Uh, I want to say 18. I don't know. Oh. No, I don't know. Hold on. No, I was thinking like 1900 century. Nope, 1900. What? Not 1900. Okay, so Google this. I need to know now. 1580. Okay. I was thinking he was alive. Okay. 1582. Yeah. Or no, I'm sorry. That was when he was married. Uh, yeah. It doesn't say when he was 1660. married. Oh, like 1564 to 1616 is his. Yeah, that's about what I thought. He was. Oh. Yeah, he was born in 1564. Oh, jeez. And he died in 1616. Yeah. And his wife's name was Anne Let's Hathaway. See. Yes, and I did know that. Let me see. Let's look at Wikipedia. I wonder if because he was there were a lot of rumors, at least that yeah. he. Well, if you watched, I guess. I, I guess like, Question is, because back in the Roman days, Roman days, you know, I may be married and have a family, but it's just accepted that I'm going to have gay oh, lovers lover, too. Yeah, yeah and that's what oh, I. That's kind of what I way of life, and I was wondering if that's the way it was when he was. He was during the Elizabethan yeah, era, the... which was basically right after. Uh, I want to say Henry the Eighth, but it was like a very religious time. Yeah, okay. Because Christianity is what really put a stop to that. It was, you know. Right. Mm -hmm. Made people think it was. Right. Wrong. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, that's interesting. Sexuality. Here's the sexuality. <laughs> Few details of Shakespeare's sexuality are actually known. He married Anne Hathaway when he. Oh, when he was 18 and she was 26. Oh, <laughs> that's uh, and she was pregnant, so by him, okay. I doesn't oh. say <laughs> Susanna, the first of their three children, was born six months later, so I think she was pregnant before they got married. <laughs> um, that doesn't uh, sound century, so that doesn't sound too much like well, I mean, maybe it was if he was a gay, uh, if he was gay, she was his friend, but. A baby yeah. out of wedlock doesn't there, sound like so, somebody who's doesn't want to. Well, and the, but eight, he's eighteen, she's twenty six. Maybe he was gay and she was pregnant by somebody in that's not really yeah. his kid. Yeah. Um, but it does say so. Over the centuries, some readers and autobiography, um, the sonnets and autobiographies are pointing to evidence that he was in love with a man. Um, Women or men? I'm sorry, I missed the first part of that. With men, okay. he was in love with a man. Um, the 26 dark lady sonnets addressed uh, to be married to a woman and are taken as evidence of his heterosexual um, sexuality. Heterosexuality or homosexuality? Yes, you know, so there's, there's people that say that there's some evidence of, from his work that he was homosexual or bisexual I was gonna say, he's probably bisexual he probably didn't put labels on it man it's Shakespeare he's talking about fairies yeah. in the garden and I, that was kind of what I was getting yeah. to it was like was it a time when people just didn't care one way uh, I don't 
think well, it was a time. Yeah. I think well, it was, was just that a, a thing that they were trying to help. Well, that's what I always thought was that, okay, it's not acceptable to marry the same sex, but you get married, you know, to the opposite sex, but there's a lot of affairs that happen. Right. And it was just the way it like. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. So okay. those are my, you know, mental flaws, amazing facts of the day, you know, so. Awesome. Awesome. Very interesting. Okay, Cass. Let's. Let's hear the song. Well, let's see if we can hear the song. Alright. When you're high, I'll take the lows. You can ebb and I can flow. And we'll take it slow. And grow as we go. Alright. Can we hear that? Barely. Like I have heard the song, but I don't it's recognize like a, it with what you played. Yeah, it's somebody I'm familiar with singing, but or I the the voice sounds familiar, but can't put a face to it. I know as soon as you say, I'm going to say, "Yep." Well, so here's the Is thing: it a One Direction person. It's not a one Direction person. <laughs> um, so this is Ben Platt. Um, he is okay. pretty much a Broadway kind of darling. Um, he kind of grew up in Broadway, but a lot of people know him from the movie Pitch Perfect, where he played the character yes. Benji, who was like the magician. Yes. Like, you want to see the some magician, magic? the weirdo. <laughs> yeah. So I got the magic. <laughs> yes. Me. Yep. He played Benji, so a lot of people know him from that. Um, outside of Broadway, I should say that. Like, if you don't know him from Broadway, he's very famous. Like in Broadway, from Pitch Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Out of Broadway, Pitch Perfect. Um, but this is his song, Grow As We Go. Um, and it's, you know, the first few times you listen to it, it's a very romantic. It's talking about we need to grow together as people. And, you know, we, you know, no one knows us like us. You know, we can get through this. Um, but it takes you a few times, and it took me a few times listening to this, because I really love this song, to really understand the, like, first couple lines of lyrics, which are, uh, you say there's so much you don't know, you need to go and find yourself. You say you'd rather be alone because you think you won't find it tied to someone else. And then you realize this song is about someone trying to break up with him and him kind of saying, no, we can grow together. <laughs> we need to change together. Yeah. <laughs> like we have to stick together. And so it kind of like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I have heard this song before. Yeah. I, I love it, but it, like, it was, like, the first few times, I was like, oh, this is such a beautiful song, and I'm like, oh, this could be very creepy if it's, like, you really actually want to break up with this person, and all they're saying is, no, we get to grow together. <laughs> we can make it work. You don't need space. Space is for losers. <laughs> Psycho! <laughs> yeah. There's a song, there's a, and there's a lot of songs like this, but the one that comes to mind was, um, um, uh, Johnny Cash's wife, I can't give her name, June Carter. <laughs> yeah. June Carter sang a song. It was way back in the 50s. But it's about um, she's married to this guy and she can tell he's having an affair on the phone. She walks in. He's, you know, so it's, she finds out he's having an affair with this thing, this woman. And the whole song is like, I'll be here waiting for you when you're done, you know. 
Like, <laughs> okay. there's a lot of songs, especially country songs that are like that. They're like, okay, go have your affair, but I'll be right here waiting. For you. Um, you get- <laughs> maybe I, um, maybe it's a remake or uh, she covered it, but I know Reba has a song that's almost exactly like that where Reba McIntyre, where it's like, uh, it's like she's talking to the like wife and she's like, you know, I know he's yeah, going to yeah. go home to you, but I'm still here, you know, or yeah, I'm going to yeah, still yeah, be here. I know right song. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm how... sure it's a remake because Johnny Cash and them were around before Reba. Because That's back in I'm the saying. 50s, <laughs> yeah. women were, you know, maybe they he held on to that man no matter what he was doing. Well, you, know you had I mean? to. And... It was looked down upon <laughs> yeah. if you were a divorced woman. Right. Stand by your man. No, it's right. not a you stand, stand by, by your man thing. It's not a you stand by your man thing. It's a divorced women were like lepers in the 50s. And they didn't have their own income or way to right. live. Right. That's why right. a lot just, of women. They had to move back home husbands. with the kids and live with their mothers. Yeah. Yes. That's yes. why a lot of women. Sprinkle that little in there. Just a little bit of seasoning. Or the women were alcoholics or, you know, addicted to drugs. Seriously, yeah. They were bored with their lives. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They were trapped. They were trapped in a yeah. Right. yeah. Now I have to go look up that song with June Carter. It's actually a really good song when you're listening to it. I mean, it's, it's like, yeah. oh, this is cool. You know, but you listen to it, you're like, oh. You found out he's having an affair, and you're gonna be there waiting for him when she's done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of June Carter, Dad, you'd be very proud of uh, Gen Z or the next generation. Uh, Ring of Fire is like super popular on TikTok right now. Really? It's a trend right she now. Wrote this. Wow. She wrote the trend that is to basically just be running down the street like a crazy person with like mm-hmm. things in your hands, but it's a trend oh, right now. I- Take that back. She didn't write that song. Johnny Cash wrote that song. She wrote the um, Walk the Line. Yeah, I knew that one. Walk him, mm-hmm. you know, Walk the Line, you want to be with me. And then he wrote Ring of Fire. And he wrote it for her sister, Anita, who had a hit song with it first. Oh, he wrote it for her sister to sing. Got Ring it. Of, I thought you meant he wrote it for her. He wrote it for her to sing because she it. was a recording artist. And pretty good at it too. And um, she recorded it, and it was kind of a hit. But then he did it. He put in the um, uh, the horns in the beginning part. Hmm. Good to know. Interesting. Good to know. Okay. Do you better get your stuff ready this week? I thought it was Jess's turn. (laughs) Okay. Well, I have something to add in that was in um, the New York Times today, and it's uh, something we talked about. So I just wanted to bring it up. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it, but doppelgangers, we brought it up in one of, it was like my first topic. There is a new research that is showing that doppelganger, if you have a doppelganger that is out there and you like, you know who they are or you like, you've met them or whatever, or haven't met them. You don't just look alike. You actually share the same DNA as well. What? Wow. Yeah. So, Wait, so how could that be so? I'm calling Megan Springer so- tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm getting the DNA tested. 
We gotta find out where she's gonna have her next concert. And it's well, not I'm calling like, her. Well, it's not just like I'm your, sending her actual DNA. Fuck on, and then send it back to me. Yeah. We're about to get our so screening like orders. Actual... We're about to get from Megan Trainer <laughs> if she ever hears about this podcast. But no, it's not. Um... Blown away. She'll be like, she'll be going, Whoa, that's she'll so be blown mean. away. That's for sure. She'll be blown away. <laughs> she'll be blown so, away. Uh, they're in the research. There was only 32 pairs of doppelgangers that have, you know, because they're, you know, like they, I think they posted on social media, like share your face, let's find your doppelganger kind of thing. So 16 of the 32 doppelgangers, so half of the study, um, they, over, their overall scores were similar to identical twins. Um, wow. But, so it's not like, fa- it's not the same exact DNA type thing. But it's like your your Related. DNA structure is the same, yeah. So it's not like you're sharing like a family history, but it's it's uh it's your like, DNA. So it's their DNA sequence. Is I was gonna say. So is it kind of but, like familial DNA, where like you have basically DNA passed down from generations, or is it like do you think it's like somewhere so, along the line, doppelgangers were related, like came from? So it, somebody yeah i don't know so and i didn't uh, i didn't read like the whole article because i was at work when i saw this and i'm trying not to like do it but um it does say here that people who look more alike have more genes in common and um so it'd be like common sense but never have it's never been shown kind of thing so yeah it's like they have the same dna sequence um so it's kind of similar with identical twins that share exact same dna mm-hmm. um well, type of things cool. too so it's that's interesting so it could be that they do have like a family history like way down the line right. or whatever but somewhere um yeah so i i don't it know i thought it was i thought it was kind of cool and wasn't megan trainer born like in september the same year you were born no so no, she December. was born the same year i was born on the so same day jesse was yeah same day. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Born. December twenty second of nineteen ninety three. Which yeah. is like kind that's of like right. it's yeah. a little too coincidental. Like that is kind of very strange. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought I just wanted to touch base because that was a new news. You know, as of today, it was in the New York Times. So there's a whole big article about it, and um, there's a bunch of doppelganger, like living doppelgangers. Um, pictured um, in the news article and stuff too. So, just well, uh, all the different easy. people that were tested. I think they were part of the, the 32 pairs that were part of that testing. So. But wouldn't it be interesting to know if their birthdays shared like the same year? And I mean, that would be kind of interesting to know out of all of those tests if their DNA yeah. matched and then they were born. I mean, like Cassie, that's just unbelievable. Yeah, I would want to know if they were like all born in the same. Like, obviously not I mean, or, yeah. but, like, born in the same year, or, like, because that yeah. is strange. Like, um, I don't, so these the ones, it, life path, no. I don't, right, yeah, right, it, right, right, and that's, I don't think that they were born in the same year or anything like that, but It'd I think it, they all seem, like, pretty close, you know, like, they're close, close in age, at least, within, like, you know, a five-year period, I would think, but in this, I'm kind of skipping through it, but it looks, too, that they're, they're seeing it because there's, you know, the same appearance in the DNA strands that is there an option for these doppelgangers to be able to donate blood or 
organs and all that to oh, donate it to each other yeah that would yeah. be interesting yeah. to know too so so there's a lot of things that you know with okay that could be coming here's, up with it so here's our next project then mm -hmm. i shouldn't even say it because some no i can't say it i'll tell you guys privately but we're gonna we got a new project we're gonna do <laughs> okay. No, we cannot kidnap okay. Megan Trainer. Sounds good. Well, okay, I'm just so gonna put that out there right now. Megan Trainer is gonna be our surprise. She does have a really, she has a really cute son, but she's married to a spy kid, so I think he's yeah, gonna kick her ass. Yeah. Just, what? Just saying. She's married. She's to, married to a spy kid a, from the Spy Kids movie. Junie from the Spy Kids movie. Never mind. Oh, mom's never seen Spy Kids movie. Dar his name is Daryl. Daryl something. I don't yeah. remember his last. Yeah. Yeah, and she has a new little baby. Well, she's probably a year old now. It's a boy. It's a boy. Oh, a boy. Okay. What they name? I know she had a baby. I don't know. I don't. Don't know. You should. You should know. Like, why? Didn't you know you had a baby boy? Because <laughs> <laughs> I follow her on TikTok. Well, actually, I don't even think I follow her on TikTok. I follow one of her friends on TikTok who's always at her house. Chris. I seen her on. That is so who I follow. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't follow anybody. I just see them on TV. Okay, I'm pretty excited though. We got a new project we're gonna work on. Okay. We well, let's get to it. our let's get to yeah, tonight's let's get topic. To our Real why topic. we're here. I thought this it was our topic. Come on, I really enjoy open conversations. And I, I think our, our guests probably do too. Because then we talk about so much. We have an open conversation about your topic this week. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Okay. And I know you have it because you texted me about it. So you got to do it. I know, I know, I know. But I, I do like open conversations. And and from now on, that's what we just need to be for me. Let's, let's get on with that. Okay. So okay. my my topic today is um, the extra state strength Tylenol murders. Oh, yeah. Ooh. I remember. Yeah. You know. This is a good one. Well, I don't know if I'm going to cover it very well. Somebody else might have should have done it. But um, in September of, 1990, of 1982, um, the first person that was killed was a Mary Kellerman. She was 12 years old, and she was complaining of a headache. And so they gave her an extra strength Tylenol, and within hours, she had died. And then um, the next person was uh, Adam James, and he was 27. And it was all in like the Chicago area, these deaths mm -hmm. that, that it had happened. And um, he died in the hospital because he was rushed to the hospital. And while he was in the hospital, they gave him a Tylenol and they he went they called an ambulance. He was at home, in his home, and there was quite a few people there because his brother-in-law and sister-in-law are, I don't know about him, that, but he took a Tylenol and he was in the hospital. And they went, his brother and his sister-in-law, which his brother was 25 and his sister-in-law was 19, also died because he had a bottle of Tylenol sitting on the table. So when they went mm -hmm. back to his apartment or home, 
They took Tylenol. They, took, they got a headache and they took one of the Tylenols in the bottle and it was linked with uh, potassium cyanide. Okay. And wow, so, so this song get this straight. So he at home has a headache, takes the Tylenol and it affects him. So they're taken to the hospital where they gave him more Tylenol. No, they didn't give him any more Tylenol at oh. the hospital. Oh, they, okay. They, they, I thought you said that they gave yeah. it to him at the hospital, which I was like, wow, that's yeah. crazy. No, no, no. I'm not, I, no, he went to the hospital and after he, he got it. Right. And then but then, but then his, his mother and sister-in-law afterwards go back to his house. They have a and headache they, and take the Tylenol. And they take the Tylenol mm -hmm. and they get rushed to the hospital. And so then the police go in thinking that there's some sort of um, chemical leak chemical in this home and mm -hmm. or something that made these people die because three people in one family mm -hmm. died of a sudden death and they couldn't mm -hmm. figure out why and so um then later they found they you know they went in and took the, they found out that um this Paula uh or no then within a few days later a Mary McFarland, and she was 31, died mm -hmm. of the same causes. And and then a Paula Prince, she was 35, and Mary Rayner, 27, all died of similar incidents. So then they kind of linked it together, and um, they realized that they had all taken Tylenol, or and so they quickly they went back to the that guy the house where the three people died they took the Tylenol and found out that it was linked with cyanide and so it was laced with it and it was only the gel capsules because um because they put a sponge in there and no no they, they could take it apart and put the, the cyanide in the capsule and then they put them back together and it was proven that it would like take 10 okay, minutes it's not not gel capsules. It's just regular capsules. Yeah, I'm, yeah, right. the, uh, yeah. Because uh, yeah, because yeah, oh, you can that's what, pull it well, apart. Well, even that, like, like I, yeah. I don't know why, but I was thinking it was like the like non-capsuled pills. No, 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 no. That takes there time to like basically take it apart and like put the poison in there. Right. That's what I was thinking. So that and means so, every um, pill had it in there. Well, not every mm -hmm. pill, only, you know, but a three certain amount of in one house die in one household. Yeah. yeah like it's got so like, to be in have Yeah. Yeah. Well, they might have just yeah. hit the right time. I don't know. I, I don't understand. But maybe um, all of them had a, a sign, a, a thing of it. And once you get cyanide in your body, does anybody know what it does to it? It the cyanide prevents your cells of the body from using oxygen and the most important part of your body is your heart and your um blood needs oxygen. and your lungs that need the oxygen mm -hmm. and your heart and your your lungs are the ones that use the most oxygen and it cuts off all your oxygen going into your body when it you take that mm -hmm. yes so it suffocated mm -hmm. them um and so um they found out and then of course they uh, Johnson and Johnson um, went straight and recalled all, all of their bottles and come to find out there were um, and found the men 
they found out that the manufacturer that manufactured them out of Pennsylvania and Texas suggested the capsules capsules were tam tampered, but they think that whoever did this went into the store and tampered them, took the bottles and and then put them back on the shelf. So and like they said that it would only take a amount of ten minutes to do so many pills in well, each bottle. Well, I think she well, bought the them. Too. She bought them, but right. then returned them. She like, right. Returned. I don't think no, you can't, uh, you can't return them and they can't put them back on the shelf if you buy then. But I think uh, what I was thinking was that there was a, you know, a container bought and then those capsules were used and instead of being used what they're supposed to, filled with cyanide. And then those, Take they just took in handfuls there. of them in their pockets. And because back this whole murder, this whole thing, led to the safety seals being put on mm -hmm. you know any liquids or any medicines that's why right. we have those those tamper seals now so before right. that you could just open a bottle and it would be completely open so they could have just right. thrown exactly and that's what they said in there. a lot of laws the, the police right. are saying that it wasn't done at the manufacturer mm -hmm. that it was done right. at the store so somebody went into the store and tainted all of the Tylenol at, at these stores. And you don't know if it's, it's still an unsolved. They don't know who did this mm -hmm. or why they did this. They have a guy that was, his name was James Lewis that was accused of doing it and spent 19 years in prison. And his wife Leanne waited for him and he had wrote or he lived in New York at the time and, and sent a letter back to Johnson and Johnson saying that um, these documents, uh, he was responsible or what he had said and it proved that he could have been a suspect, but they could never, none of the documents in 2009 could prove that he did it. They didn't have enough to charge him. So, I mean, to charge him of the murders, but they charged him for um, writing the letters and saying what they did, or I don't know exactly, but in 2010, he and his wife um, submitted DNA and fingerprints to the authorities, and Lewis continues to deny that he had any responsibility to the poisoning and then the, another person, they had a, another suspect was Roger Arnold and both suspects and the Lori uh, Dan, but they couldn't get enough evidence to say that um, they didn't have enough evidence to convict anybody. And um, there were so many copycats when this come out. Johnson and Johnson, of course, took all legal action and um, did the advertising and not, um, on October of, uh, wait a second, hold on. Johnson & Johnson manufactured Tylenol, put the warnings out to the hospitals and all the distributors to put the uh, production on hold. Um, and they then- recalled uh, all the products. Mm -hmm. They re Yeah, they recalled all of the products. And then after the incident in California, um, a nationwide recall was issued because another copycat um, in on October 5th of 1982, 
that was estimated of 31 million bottles were in circulation and Johnson and Johnson um, when they did the recall and they um, they only took the uh, bottles that had the powder in them of the gel mm -hmm. capsule powder yeah. whatever and then the um, yeah. they offered all Johnson and Johnson's offered all exchange of any of the tablet tablets um, the gel tablets and gave them um, a replacement of all of the solid ones. And then in um, 1992, the consumers development developed, or 1982, that's when consumers developed a tamper resistant packaging. That, and then it became a federal law that mm -hmm. it was a criminal, it, you, it was a, um, criminal act if you tampered with any mm -hmm. uh, of bottles or medicine or anything. Mm -hmm. um, and then um, the Washington Post applauded Johnson & Johnson um, for being so honest with the public. And within several months, Tylenol regained its highest market um, share over the counter in the United States. So after all of this got cleared up and they figured out what was going on and Johnson and Johnson got a hold of the police, they and you know they wanted to be on top of it. They were trying to find out who could do this, um, who held grudges against Johnson and Johnson. Um, and like I said, this, the um, James Lewis, um, and his wife were the prime suspects of it, but they could never get enough information to. Um... Well, I mean, I got this has got to be a hard case to even really find evidence for, because like Jesse, like you said, like, mm -hmm. I think the person probably just bought one bottle of capsules, mm -hmm. Tylenol capsules took it home, laced mm -hmm. them, like, all the pills with cyanide, and then basically went into different stores, opened up one or two bottles, threw in, like, four right. or five, and then moved on. So, like, mm -hmm. how do you – that's, you know, I, and this is before I remember when this happened. in regular I remember stores. following the story when it happened, but for some reason in my mind, I thought it was a woman that did this. There was a, I thought they, that's what I thought, too. The, there was a woman. Her name was Lori Oh, well, yeah, one of the copycats was a woman who killed her husband and yes. his, I probably his lover. Uh, that's probably what it, yeah. And, yeah. And, 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 some of the, and some of the findings were saying that it was in one of the, um, oh, no, I can't think of it. I didn't write it down. Um, the murders in Chicago. It was the, um, the gangs. No, it wasn't a gang. It was a um, it was a, a murder, a, a serial killer. In the eighties, he, he was a well, he was a well-known serial killer, and they had blamed him, but he was. It, I don't remember it, that. It, it wasn't. It it become a unibomber or somebody that did the unibombing. Well, it was about that time. Right. So they tried to yeah. the two together, but. Really oh, and, and, and he, like, and no, he, and but there's really no, they, uh, not, he, yeah, because he sent letters and bombs, you right, know, right, 
he sent bom- well yeah bombs in the mail to um but i mean what is you the UNA it stands it's for it's an acronym for yeah, something university yeah yeah uh, it was like he sent it to universities play put on play yeah university i'm trying to... i can't remember what the acronym is though and and yeah, it ended remember. up killing just killed six six adults and then um one one child so, and I don't you know, remember a child being the first one. I guess I didn't realize. Yeah, that was the first one. She, I, the thirteen, the thirteen-year-old was the first victim. For some reason, I thought that most of them were children. I thought it was the no. Well, I thought most. Well, of them I don't were remember children. it being that way because um. Nope, it was because you wouldn't one, give a child all, you'd give them a baby. Well, well she was thirteen. Extra I, like not. She extra was. Strength, she yeah. was Right, yeah. she was she was a uh, um she was thirteen, so she was old enough to take a Tylenol, a regular Tylenol, and but, it wasn't all extra Tylenol, extra strength Tylenol. It was just all Tylenol. Included. Right, gotta remember well, I, they also this, used to give kids brandy, so I don't think Tylenol was really like on the <laughs> scale. No, of- but, I, remember, I I feel like I remember too, and I'm probably wrong, but that back then you could return a bottle of aspirin. You really could. I'm sure. And, yeah. That I'm was sure you could, yeah. It changed that when they that happened because right. I, I just well, remember I mean, a woman being involved. I right. would buy the Tylenol, right. take it home, then take it, return it, so the next person. Well, well, that I don't know. Jay, that James Lewis was um, convicted um, because of extortion and because he wrote letters. Um, sending letters to the Tylenol manufacturers, Johnson and Johnson, that he took responsibility for the deaths and demanded $1 million to stop them. Oh. So, you know, that's why he got, that's why he got convicted, but um, they couldn't, you know, they couldn't prove that he d- really did it. So. When, especially if you're trying to extort $1 million, $100 million. Right. And that probably and, wasn't, he was probably just trying to take and, advantage of a situation. Right. Yeah, and then the Roger um, Arnold, um, he, I'm trying to find it. Um, I didn't, I was supposed to check up on him because I was going to check more on him. But um, that was pretty scary at the time. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was really yeah. I was going to say, though, too, this also led to the the Halloween candy being poisoned. And and they said that was something. It was like it could be in anything. And they said that when when that happened, when this Tylenol thing happened, of course, it happened in September. And then on October 5th was when um, the other lady died. That was October 5th. Um, It was a nation called recall because of... um, I'm trying to think of the name. Um, I think it was that Mary Rayner or Paula, Paula Prince. Either one, one of those ladies. Um, that when it when it hit them, that was the last straw. They, you know, they said take all the stuff off, and then Halloween was coming, and they warned all parents to not take their kids trick or treating. And I remember that year because you guys were just little. I mean, nope. And you were like. We're wow. candy. 82. Okay, well, 82. neither of us were born. None of 82. us, none of us no. were born yeah, in 82. None of us were none born. None of you guys were born, but... but um, as far as the Halloween candy goes, I mean, they that was a warning back when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yes, when that happened, um, Halloween Something candy renewed sales fear probably they dropped tremendously. Right, a new renewed fear. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. and they were putting. Can they were imagine? putting. Like, when I was a kid, of course, I never had candy. They got contaminated, but they were putting like acid and drugs into the candy. Right. To, and, oh, that, kids, to get high, not to kill them. Wow. Right. So I just looked up. So here is really um, going to give up their drugs to a child I'm let's be honest i don't think i believe that one. we had a nervous breakdown well, we've had <laughs> a couple then, cases in michigan where the kids just took the candy happened. from their parents and then took it to school and offered it to their friends yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah it wasn't candy and that lady went no. to jail didn't she no. Um, I think she just got sentenced. Yeah. I think oh, really? She just got sentenced. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was like 30 milligram gummies. I mean, but it was still, huge. it's and not it was, like she it was like a, No, it was like a first grader. I know, but like still, it's they, not like she purposely gave it to him. They found him on the couch. It's like saying alcoholic didn't purposely run somebody over. Well, no, because it's not that. It would be like, uh, you know, it would be like charging a child with, oh, he's this kid while we were gone drank all of our liquor in our cabinets and filled it up with water and their, their well, friends came over you. their friends came over and drank the liquor as well now you're getting charged to spend time in jail like it's not your like i don't know I, that's well uh, i think if you're gonna make that kind of stuff in your house it's your responsibility she's making it in her house Yes, she did. Yeah, she made oh, it in her house. Uh, yeah, she made it in her house. She made it herself. And she made it, like, she just left it where like twice as potent as you can go buy them for. Yeah, well, and so, yeah, she had the responsibility to keep them All away right, from her fine, kids. But... In that case, they shut down, like, the whole school because so many kids were, like, passing out or, like, you know, like, they well, got they the school so many had the hospital carbon and stuff, dioxide too. or something like that going on. Yeah. Today at work, we're sitting there talking. It was like when we first got there, right? And um, this fire truck comes in with the lights going and everything, and they pulled right in, right? So then they get out. We're like, what are they doing? You know, and all of a sudden they get these wands out, you know? So so I go, well, somebody go let them in, you know? And um, so he comes in, and I'm like, well, I was going to get up, but I was just so tired. I couldn't get up from my seat. I knew they were there to check for carbon dioxide. <laughs> so I'm like, well, I'm too tired to get up. So. Got it. Got it. Uh, I've well, so, but I, checked I, carbon monoxide. I've never. Well, I, I, apparently our our um, things were going off. Oh, the alarms. You know, they, they called them. Mm -hmm. We Got didn't it. even know it, but it Got automatically. It. But yeah, that one. I mean. It, like obviously I wasn't alive during this, but like that's got to be terrifying to like we don't know which bo which bottles have it. If it is just Tylenol, right. like it could have been anything, like any right, kind right. of medication, any kind of something that you take ingest, like that'd be scary. And yeah. I feel like it was a while before they narrowed it down to Tylenol. Yeah, they didn't know mm -hmm. what it was. what it was. Well, right. and like they say, you know, there were so many people 
being copycats and saying that, you know, right. it was linked to different things. And then somebody had accused um, that Roger Arnold, um, his name was... Um, Roger Arnold? No. <laughs> the accuser. They, it was Roger Arnold. She's Martin Sinclair. Yeah, Martin Sinclair accused um, Roger Arnold of tampering with it. And so he, he, Roger Arnold had a nervous breakdown and he went and shot um, a Mr. Stan, Stanisha because he, he thought that he was shooting um, Sinclair and he ended up going to prison for um, 40 years. And then as soon as he re was released, he died in like June of 2009. But um, he was wrongfully accused by that um, Martin Sinclair. So I don't know if Sinclair had a vengeance against him and they worked at Johnson and Johnson. It doesn't say but mm -hmm. um, Mr. It just says that um, an, uh, Martin Sinclair, a former, an informer who had told police that Mr. Arnold kept cyanide in his home. No arrests were ever made in the Tylenol killing. So, um, but he waited. Uh, that Ronald Arnold waited outside a tavern. Um, to kill Mr. Sinclair and ended up shooting um, a Mr. Standish who was 46, resembling Martin Sinclair. He wrongfully killed the wrong man and, wow. and, and, and ended up going to prison because of, of being the wrong person. Yeah, he killed the wrong person, but what I'm trying to say is he was accused and he went crazy mm -hmm. and then ended yeah. up murdering somebody. Oh, well, you know, if you were blamed for a murder. Yeah. It ruins your life. I've always wondered that people that are in jail for, you know, 20 years wrongfully because of a murder. Mm -hmm. I'm like, how do you, how do you get through a day? And how do you justify, how do you justify their life afterwards when they get released? No, right. when they find, when they finally find out, oh, these people didn't really do it. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, I mean. They, they live off of the lawsuits that they win because of that. I know, well, but that's, some. They, some. they deserve all those. Lawsuits. But that's not all. That's some. But even look at um, the Olympic. I think of the, the life that they lived bomber. in prison. I mean, with all of these. Yeah. Right. The guy, or the guy they accused of being the Olympic bomber. Right. His, his life I mean, was ruined he, after that. And he didn't he even do hurt. it. He was a hero. Right. Very difficult to be accused of something like that. And where you just can't do anything to prove yourself yeah right well, i think i think with media in general because we as you know a world we're so fascinated i mean look at us with our podcast we're so fascinated by these stories but even the the kidnap and rape victims that you know are able to escape and then they become this huge news source and you know like these news stories and their faces everywhere how are they supposed to get on with their lives? And they're like, yeah. oh, you're the girl that was kidnapped and raped and kept right. for 10 right. years. And like, now you want a job with us? Like, 
Right. You know, like, it's, how are they supposed to move on with their well, life? That's why I've never believed in capital punishment. Right, right. There's just too many people that were innocent. And, yeah. you know, and plus, I don't think if your life's over, that's a punishment. I think no. that's a reward. You know what I mean? Right. Your right. punishment would be sitting and thinking about what you did. Not, right. But that, you know, right. that has to have a level of self-reflecting. Because I, I don't really believe in capital punishment either. I don't believe in death sentences. But I also don't believe that some people feel guilty about their crimes right. either. Some well, people just don't have any empathy. There are evil people that are never going to, but, you know, that doesn't that doesn't outweigh the people that got killed for no reason. Yeah, you know, for the wrong reason. Right. Oh yeah. And and I definitely think, mm-hmm. you know, well, if you think like, well, like I do, that you know, life's hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Afterlife is when you experience good things. That's not to say you should take your life short, but I'm just saying, that's not a punishment. On the other. But on the other hand, though, too, like if somebody that has no empathy for what they've done, maybe life is hard for them, but then they get accused and sentenced for a murder or whatever. Now they're in in prison for the rest of their life, and they have no responsibilities. They just have to abide by the rules, but they can get away with things. Feel guilty for what they did. You know they're sitting there. We're paying for them to, to stay alive. Because in their mind, they don't deserve it. You know what I mean? I well, know. Yeah, but I also think in prisons, I mean, I don't and, know. And you know what? Like, even I if they're enjoying prison, themselves, even if they're sitting there enjoying their days. They're out, at, they're out at, of society. Human, human yeah, society can say they're put away. Yeah, we don't have I to agree with that. That, that, that. It doesn't matter about their feelings. They're out of right. But they're it out of that's a good way we, to put it. We, Their feelings. We is, pay for it though. But who cares? Like, right. sure, I get it. But that's the thing is, like, if they're out of society, my tax money can go to them watching TV all day. I don't care as long as they're right. out of society. Right. Like, they're it doesn't matter to me as long right. as they're. And out. that's a whole other story when the people say my tax dollars. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be like that. Prisons don't have to be luxury <laughs> places to go. They're to. glorious. And that's yeah. only because right. they're privately owned. The government mm-hmm. doesn't. Own they get paid per person that's in there, so, so that's right. a, that's so the a, problem. It's a racket, yeah. So th- yeah. there's the problem we should address. Mm-hmm. You know, I agree. But, I agree with that. I just wanted to throw that one out there. You know, play a little devil's advocate. Um, yeah, right. it, it's it's it is yeah, it's a like hard it. situation that like there really isn't any winners mm-hmm. when it comes to mm-hmm. this kind of situation. But I mean, if you watch any. Can, Prison you know, they'll spend shows. millions of dollars proving this person is crazy. Well, of course they're crazy. Right. Why right. do we got to, yeah. what do we got to prove it? Right. Their actions right. proved it. You know, just right. go on. <laughs> they're crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, Denise, do we cut you off? I mean, are you done with your story? Or? Um, no, I was just trying to fi- figure out some of the other stuff that um, I might have missed, but. Um, it started a whole thing with tampering with it all it all started with the 12 year old saying that she had a headache and she wasn't feeling well and you know everybody that had died they just um the doctors assumed that it was a stroke until um the same day that uh, mary kellerman passed away the 13 year old um the postal carrier which was um the next guy uh 
James, uh, uh, it said James something else, but I had uh, Adam James, but this one in here said that it was um, Adam J-A-N-U-S, so. Janus. Anyways. Janus, John. so it wasn't James, but um, he died the same day, but they, again, they rushed into the hospital and they thought that he had a massive heart attack where they thought that the 12-year-old um, had a stroke. So I wonder when the when his brother and sister-in-law went back to James's house mm -hmm. um or Adam's house they um they were mourning him and that's when they found and they got headaches because they were in such grief they were probably dehydrated they from crying they couldn't believe that he had died so suddenly and um they found the bottle of Tylenol sitting on his counter and that's where he had taken it. So, and then he was rushed to the hospital. So, so my, my question. And it doesn't say how he got to the hospital. If he called the ambulance himself or if he called 911, um, because it doesn't say how long it takes for the victim. You know, it said the 12 year old girl collapsed in the bathroom shortly after taking the medicine and for him. Yeah, so it, it, it doesn't say how, it just said that he was a postal carrier. So maybe, I, I don't know what he, how he, um, probably whoever he fell, somebody called the ambulance. Well, the thing with a 12 year old girl compared to a 27 year old man, it probably well, hit her system. That it probably hit her system a lot quicker and harder than right. um, you know, and the 27-year-old, yeah. I don't know if he took the medicine before he went to work and then when he got to the post office, he had collapsed, but it's just said that he, he uh, James or Adams was rushed to the hospital dead from what looked like a massive heart attack. So I don't know who right. found him, um, but it just said yeah. the people and they were all, they all taken to the same hospital? Do you know? It doesn't say that if they were, no, because they were in different cities. Like um, the uh, Kellerman, she died in Elk Grove where, I don't know the Chicago Yeah, area. they're all, they're all the, yeah. The they Chicago, were in the Chicago, Chicago area, but one was in Arlington Heights, one was in Gro um, Elk Grove. Um, Cause, but that's what I was thinking too, is like you have all these same people so yeah, if the like person the people dying on the thing, right? But if they're all at different hospitals, the hospitals didn't communicate the way right. that they do right. now. It, they don't really right. communicate now either. But you know, like it's just you didn't have that communication. But then um, once it, once those other the one once the other ones died, they came yeah. to the conclusion that it was somehow linked to, and it didn't take long for them to do it. Where Dad said that he thought that it yeah. took a long. A long time to figure out why or how, but right. um, they tested when they went back to the doctors. They um, the police went back into after his brother and sister in law died. They went back into the house, and then they thought that it was poisoning or uh, some sort right, of the carbon monoxide or something. Yeah. Right, some sort of a. So they um, went in and investigated the house, and I don't know if they. At one point, I thought that I'd read that they 
they took the Tylenol and somehow figured that it was the Tylenol. They or somebody said that they they took or gave them Tylenol. They you know the girl took a Tylenol yeah. and um, so they went in and got the Tylenol bottle. Mm-hmm. And then tested. Because that's um, that's what right. I guess they did an autopsy on all the bodies, or when they when right. they when they all died, they all died of the same thing. So then they um, mm-hmm. figured that they all had cyanide poisoning in their body. I kind of wonder though too if it wasn't for the three that were related, right? If they would have if they would have ever found out what actually happened because that's probably where you know, like one of the you know one of those two that took it later they probably said oh he was like feeling fine he had a headache so he took some tylenol you know and then he like that's when everything started happening and you know he, he had all these symptoms and then with those people you know like if they were able to communicate it would have been Oh, they took Tylenol too, or like yeah. I had a headache. I took Tylenol, and then you know, well, just doing that that police work of they all those three people all took Tylenol. There's a bottle of Tylenol on the counter. Right. Maybe we should test it. Right. right. When and three the, and the, people the at brother, one house died. Right. Yeah. Something the, in the house. Yeah. The brother yeah. died like the, that day, the next day. Yeah. And the, the right. sister-in-law it died two days later. Oh. Right. So that okay. So that's where like okay, they had time to like say, oh yeah, like because usually when you go to the hospital, okay, what did you eat? What did you ingest? What did, you know, like those are the kind of questions. Like if you're right. sick and stuff, they probably were asking that. Oh, we were at his funeral. We you know had headaches. We took Tylenol, and so yeah, that I kind of wonder if it wasn't for those three, if they would have ever really completely found out that it was actually Tylenol. Right. And whoever tampered with the Tylenol, maybe they didn't have the, the one that the sister-in-law took. Maybe they mm-hmm. didn't put enough in one of the capsules that it didn't kill her instantly or, you know. Or maybe one of the capsules kind of exploded. So she just had the residue powder rather than a whole. Exactly. Maybe. You know, kind of thing. But there were, once they pulled the Tylenol off the shelf, they found other bottles that were, that had the contaminated capsules in it. Right, on, they found on the shelf, five, so. uh, the, yeah. other than the five bottles that they um, had that killed the, um, that they tested from the bottles, um, mm-hmm. they had found other bottles contaminated, um, but they said that they didn't really know how many bottles were contaminated because of the mere fact that most people that had the Tylenol in their home, right. they threw it away. Where some right. of them returned it back to the stores that they purchased it from, and those mm-hmm. are the bottles that they checked. So yeah. only the bottles that were returned were checked, and they, and in every one of those bottles, it was found that cyanide was put in those. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Everyone? But, yes, wow. all of the bottles that were that they had gotten or, you know, that were returned had some sort of a uh, link or some sort of a, a Tylenol contaminated. That's why they thought it happened at the factory because, you know, the thought that- Right, there were so many. And, right. yeah. and they never did really prove that it wasn't done in the factory. 
No. Well, that's something too. It's like nobody really knows why this happened. Like why no, why no. somebody and, decided and to do this. Like they said, you know, the police, you know, Johnson and Johnson were working with the police to try to find out who or you know, where all these bottles were that were contaminated and who could have, you know, had a vindictive against them. I, they really worked, you know, like I said, the Washington Post said that mm -hmm. they applauded them and um, they were very open-minded and they were very clear that they really wanted to know who did this. And, you know. and afterwards, when it was all- it's still, the number, it's still the number one. Finally, you know, because it was off the market for, yeah. I don't know how long, a long time. But right. they, um, their thing was they started a whole new campaign, how mm -hmm. safe packaged it was, which nobody else had. So they started right. that. And they did. That's, why, yeah. that's why they survived because now they were showing how safe it was. Well, none of the other right. drugs had that. Right. They were the only right. that. Right. So. Yeah. And, and, that, and that's what I'm saying, that Tylenol ended up being their shares, um, they ended up being, but they lost billions of dollars. Right. In in the process yeah. of taking all of their but, and, but and, I also and that it wasn't on shelves, but then once it got right. back, now it's number one seller. But I think that at the time though too, they took accountability and got in front of the whole issue. They got in front of and it. you know, uh, they they, they tried to cover it up. Right. They got in front of it, yeah. Right, right. They they you know, it was kind of being proactive, you know, in a reactive situation. Um, I just, you know, there's apple seeds have cyanide in them. Did the you guys know that? Yeah, apple, seed, apple have, seeds. Apple seeds have cyanide in them. It's a very, very small amount, but maybe that's something too with um, the people that survived a little bit longer after taking that Tylenol. Maybe they had kind of a uh, um, immunity. They, they ate, you know, because I know people that eat the entire apple, seeds and everything. Oh, and like, you they know what? The entire can thing. The entire apple. Why would you? You can. Yeah, I you don't can. know why you do Some people most, do. Yeah, some people I do. I know some, I know horses. people that do do that. And so that's where maybe they, the, you know, like the female that survived a couple of days, maybe she ate apples regularly, like the whole apple regularly. So she or had kind of a buildup in her system. I imagine you know. she probably took one and the husband took two, you know, because. Right, yeah, yeah. You know. That's probably or what like it was. Or like I said, like I said, maybe she had a lot more food in her system that kind of. Right, right. Yeah. I don't know which way. It you, you just don't know. And that's what I'm saying. Maybe the person that contaminated each of the capsules, he probably was just putting a little bit in because they were, you know, they had to have done them in the store. So whoever took them off the shelf had to have worked at the stores and whether they were at Walmart or I mean, Walgreens or some of them were bought at Walgreens and different places. You, you just don't know if it could have been a worker at one of the stores that distributed them and sold them in anybody. But I think, like I said, they either returned them or they just took the bottle and, you know, and just yeah. kind of put them on the shelf, you know what I mean? Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Because you could just, you don't need to return it. You could just right. buy a bottle, fill the bottle with a bunch of cyanide pills, throw and it back on the shelf when nobody's Because bottle. in 1982, you know, stores didn't have video surveillance like they do now. Or as oh, things no. weren't behind glass. 
doors. Right. Weren't locked up. Right. right. Yeah. Well, they, you know, I think all medicine has advantages and disadvantages because just think, you know, just recently they took all of the cold medicine and you couldn't buy it unless you were, be, you know, asked it for behind the counter. Oh, so you want to know why though, right? Well, it was you just do know why tampering. No, they're making meth. because that's how yeah, oh, that's how people yeah. make meth. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. I, I did. That's know. why you can only buy so many bottles. You, and can... you have to be 18. That's why I always tell you to stay out of the camper in the back. I was going to say, you can thank Breaking Bad, the TV <laughs> show for that problem. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. that's what made that popular. Well, that's what I'm saying, you know all these shows that they put on TV, they have copycatters that go out and do it. Mm -hmm. But well, the school shootings. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. That's also like something every... that's portrayed in media a lot. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I will have to say, yeah. I didn't realize that they did actually for a while in 2011 uh, think that Ted Kaczynski the Unabomber yeah, was um, involved. I didn't realize um, that at all, but he was like active. Yes. He was active during those years. It is kind of, it, he says he's never worked with yeah. side nine, but that is kind of something that was along his boats of like, do it discreetly. Right. And hurt, and mm -hmm. his, like his things was like, he put it in places where just random people could get hurt. So it's not like he had yeah. like certain yeah. people that he was only interested in. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't really target anybody specifically. I but I did look up too. You know, university. Later on, later on, he sent it to their personal addresses. But in the beginning, he right. was just he was putting it on planes. He was putting it in universities. Yeah, like he didn't. He and that's where, Yeah, it wasn't I really necessarily he, for uh, people. Like he would send a package to the um, president of the university, so he sent it to the university, but in care of the person he wanted to open it because several of them the secretaries opened it you know for right no because right. a lot of i'm looking at like the like thing i maybe like he addressed it to like the president but like especially the american airlines ones it was just a, i think in a suitcase mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. the, the first one at northwestern university a police officer was hurt um and a graduate a graduate student was hurt so like it, it was probably just in the middle of campus um mm -hmm. there's like a couple that but are that's where for specific people the acronym it was, comes from yeah it, like there's well, there's we're probably getting these mixed up too are you talking about the unabomber yeah he was one of the suspects in this yes. tylenol he yeah oh i yeah. can see that because it was at that time Right. right, and right. he his parents lived in the Chicago suburb, oh, suburb yeah. area. He his first yeah. few his first few instances were um, in Chicago suburbs during like right before yeah. that. Yeah, yes. right. First so that it makes sense why he was questioned for it. Yes, but Unabomber stands but it wasn't for University Airline Bomber. Yes, University what? Airline. University Airline Bomber. Um, but. It wasn't until 2011 that they questioned him about that. So it was like years and years after. Right. Yeah, right. Which is weird, but. Right. Well, because they were still trying to get. Yeah, they, know, they I mean, still don't know who did this. So it's. I mean, in 2009, you know, they were still. They're still, to this day, 20 years later, 
They still don't That's know. 30. No. Nope. 30. 30. 40. 40. 40. 40. Oh, well, I well, I was thinking, I just yeah. read, I thought I read something. Actually, 40 I read years something that said 20. 40, because 82, to 22, yep. 40. 40 years. Oh, yeah. 40, yeah. 40 years. Oh, then this, this was 40 years. This September. Yeah. Wow. Did you, I read somewhere, most serial killers are their, um, their, um, astrological signs are like Scorpios and Virgos. Yeah, I knew that. What? Yeah, which, Odin's a Virgo. I'm a Virgo. By the way. <laughs> okay, yeah. you are, you, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so is Grandpa, yeah. you know, so is Danielle. They're all, you guys are all. I was just reading my astrological chart like recently, um, and it, it is it's like it, I can see it because it's, it's very compulsive. Things have to be your way. You don't really mm-hmm. like chaos. Um, you have to like have yeah. a certain plan. You've got to do this, and it's like I can see yeah. a serial killer. Well, that, 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 strikes, yeah. that strikes Danielle. That strikes me as you, Danielle, and Odin. Yeah. I mean, Odin does he doesn't want you know just like today. He, he forgot his shoes. I forgot my shoes. I, get, I gotta get my shoes. You know? okay. oh. He likes it his way. Um, no. Yeah. There's another yeah. example. He's of, very stubborn. Um, and that's okay. That's okay. I've just seen this the other day. Um, or serial killers, they all have one thing in common. So something about the way they are brought up. Abuse. I think abuse. (laughs) All the same. (laughs) A lot of them have brain injuries as well. Um, Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yes. Like um, uh, Richard Ramirez. Like Richard Ramirez. um, The what was his name? The guy who the co-ed killer. um, Who like? Yeah. They all. They all have like. It's like a very common. Even Ted Bundy had um, brain a brain injury when he was a young kid. So they think it's something to do with. Basically, maybe that's what it was. Like it. it, I was watching something, and they named off the 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 guy who was doing it said all serial killers have this in common. So the other guy in the interview started naming off, and it was true. Like it was like every single one of them had this. Maybe it was a brain injury. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wasn't it true? I mean, maybe I'm off kilter, um, but wasn't it something to do with whatever the football, the football players? Yes. Yes. That is like, that's kind of how this, yeah, that's kind of how that conversation got started because a lot of football players who have repeated concussions are now being proven to have extreme brain trauma, um, which Mm-hmm. basically what your brain like if you it. even like lose a small piece of your brain like it it changes your personality completely um and yes. so they think that that's basically when they started going like oh all these other serial killers had the same had, brain had, well it's not the same brain injury but it's like they've well, had brain injuries so they all it's, had they're brain injuries as a child yeah and and they, and they took uh, mris on all of these people and they had the same well, it, with concussions, because you're like yeah. concussion, it comes from your brain basically hitting yeah. the sides of your skull, and so right, it's right. basically killing off brain cells every time you do that. Yeah. And so, like, it will like a normal healthy human brain will basically take up the entirety of your skull. And when they do MRIs on these people who have had severe concussions, their brain is like 
extremely small. And so, like, yeah. that's just how much brain matter they've lost from concussions. Right. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Like, they, um, I read that Charles too. Manson, they were saying how his mother beat him. Yeah, he oh, he was, he was, like, a very, yeah. uh, very abused. Yeah. And, and a lot of them that, you know, like, serial killers that their parents are controllers or the mothers are controllers, they're just, you know, I mean, it, it stems to... So it's always a mother. How well, the brain well, well, no, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And I've said this before, and I'll say it a million times. Death rate or serial killer rates went down when abortions became legal. Yeah. Because people who did not want yeah. to have kids were no longer forced to, forced have, forced to have kids. And yeah. the, the, like, the abusive mother or thing the women is, that were... it comes from, these are not, like, most of them, if you really look at it, are single mothers who have a child yeah, because that's right. they're single mothers because the father left. So right, right. they're abusive and the father's not because the father's not there. They're absentee. Right. Mm -hmm. And and the stress on, also and the stress for the woman and trying to raise a, a child and you know it's, it's a child they didn't want. Like a lot of yes. them just didn't want that child to begin with. So that comes And it's sad because anger. so many people want to they you know there are options Okay, guys. Um, Definitely gotta wrap it up. Add to the story about the Tylenol. I'm Be glad careful that, with what you buy. Yes, and, and make have, sure that it's not tampered. If your safety seal is not sealed correctly, don't use it. Give it a couple right. like squeezes. Make sure there's no holes on top. No, like seriously, that, like don't if it if it yeah, doesn't like yeah. inflate, it's tampered with. And yeah. you women out there who feel like you're trapped in a marriage where your husband's cheating on you, there is a way out. You don't have to kill them. <laughs> you don't I'm have to kill them. <laughs> no, it's for dating. entertainment purposes only. <laughs> we are just having can, fun here. We can start the podcast like how to get how to get away with murder, the TV show. We can start that. <laughs> Oh gosh, Cassie, do something with them. <laughs> Anyways, um, anything else you guys want to add to the story? I, I hope that I conquered it. It was a good, good one. one. Yeah, yeah well, it was a good one. Yes, Cass, why don't you Thanks, tell the good folks where they can find us on the internet? Well, so you can email us at thefamilyschoolofthought at gmail.com. You can find us on our YouTube channel, The Family School of Thought. Um, we are on Podbean. We are on Amazon Music. We are on Spotify. I think it, Samsung has a music app that you can listen to us on. Um, yeah. We, Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. I have really been trying to get myself to get that Twitter up. <laughs> so I do need to get a Twitter started. But it, it hasn't happened yet. Um, I don't have a Twitter myself, so it's one of those things where it's like I don't have one, so it doesn't really affect me. I don't. I keep yeah, getting Twitter on my phone, and I delete it. I don't open it. I don't look at it. I delete it, and then I put it in my spam, and then I delete it out of there. You had a um, Twitter account in the early days that you, you opened for us. Not yes. this, but... Teddy's yeah, another shop. Yeah, another yeah. business. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're just not a very social family. Like we don't none of us really have a lot of social social presence. Media. So, yeah. Right. Social media presence. Yeah. Yeah. 
But here we are trying to make a podcast. I mean, you know what? We talk about TikTok almost every episode, so I should probably start us a TikTok, but. Yeah. I'll have Jesse, Jesse helped me get a TikTok. What is it called? Yeah. TikTok? TikTok. 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 And it was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. I'm not. It's supposed to be. Like, though, that's the thing is that I've had a boss too that was like, oh, I didn't like it because it was like hours of nonsense. And I'm like, that's the point. It, you just sit there and for the hours. That's what she said. That's what it's yeah. supposed to be. Uh, like, to... <laughs> even like, like this like past week, there's just been every single video I saw was the same kid singing about corn. Yeah. Like, it, it's just singing about yeah. corn. All right, guys. Bye. Thank you so much for seeing you guys next week. Please let us know if there's anything that you have to tell us. And if you, thanks guys. Love you. Bye. Bye.